Angie and Carly, two moms with two kids and two different types of cancer, lung and breast. They first met back in 2003 as AmeriCorps Promise Fellows in Boston, Massachusetts as struggling college graduates trying to find their way. Fast forward 16 years later, Angie's in Switzerland and Carly's in London, and they find their friendship reunited by cancer. Join these moms as they navigate through what it takes to heal themselves while raising kids in an expat world. Hey Angie, how's it going? Ah, it's 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 going. It's going. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I guess I mean I'm all right actually. Uh, not too bad. Just a little bit, you know, in the zone, I guess in the chill zone with all this um you know, lockdown stuff still going on. Um, but yeah, pretty much chill, I suppose. Um, but I think for you, it's like a different story, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I. <laughs> this is, um, I'm going through the fire, I guess you can say. The fire. Um, yeah. So I think last episode, last episode, <laughs> we talked about um, the lump that, yeah, they saw was cancerous and then, uh, I had like, yeah, a major, major setback. So okay. um, I was experiencing the same symptoms again, um, like before my diagnosis last year. So like shortness of breath, um, trouble going up and down the stairs. Um, my saturation oxygen level was like down to 80. And so I knew something was up and I pushed to have my scan done quicker. Okay. Because it was scheduled for July. And um, I pushed to have it uh, done for June. So I had it June 10th. Um, and then they admitted me in the hospital right away because I had, yeah, pleural effusion. So my whole left lung, they drained three liters of fluid out of my left lung. Wow, and that's a lot. How many, how many liters can a lung hold? I, you know, I asked, I asked um, the surgeon that question as he was um, doing it. Draining. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a lot. I was like, I was like, how much can, you know, lungs hold? He was just like, well, it depends, you know, on the person and the size and the lungs. But he had already taken, he's like, but, you know, several liters. So, wow. Um, wow. yeah. That must, have been, that must have been quite painful because when I, um, when I had my lymph nodes out or what have you, I had um, seromas under my armpits and it would get really puffy and you could feel the pressure on it. And I got them drained a few times, maybe four or five times. And um it was probably only about like 200 milliliters each time, but each time mm. they did it, it felt like a lot of pressure. Like I just could not stand it. And I like got in this debate with my surgeon and my oncologist about getting this aroma out before I started chemo. Cause I couldn't stand it. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, so three liters is a lot then I wonder, I do wonder how much a lung holds actually. That's interesting to look yeah. up. Sometime. Yeah. It, yeah. So then they left the, um, the drain inside of me. And right. so I have this drain now. And so um, I get it drained every two days. Every and every two days I have like, it's, it's going down a little bit. So it was like, first it was like a thousand milliliters and 600 and five. I'm down to like averaging around 400 every two days now. Well, that's but, still quite a bit know, though, isn't still, it? Yeah, it's still producing. Um, How does that but, feel and, then? The is, good, it, is it painful though? Is it? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you can feel like there's pressure and then when they, when it drains out, you feel like a sense of relief almost. Um, yeah. But I was going to say that there's a, the silver lining in this is that yeah, yeah. because I have so much fluid, um, I can donate it. So okay. I'm, I'm donating it to um, 
a university here in Europe that's um, doing like because the, the the problem with like you know research and everything is that you need like sample tissue biopsy tissue and fluid and stuff so they cell lines so they right. can you know come up with different um, uh, therapies and medications and stuff so um, yeah so you know I'm like well at least I can I'm producing all this fluid so yeah might as well donate it especially to our lung cancer group so that we can potentially help in finding more more therapies because well, how yeah, did you um how did you find out how to do that then like to donate the fluid well so i'm i'm part of a, a facebook group of people that have my specific mutation okay yeah. and uh one of the members uh who has um my mutation is incidentally a researcher oh wow so okay. yeah Incident, right <laughs> yeah yeah so it works out pretty well yeah, I mean, it's just good to share that with our listeners, isn't it? Because um, oftentimes, you know, something might pop up. And obviously with lung cancer, like a lot of older people tend to get lung cancer. So they might not have exactly. the opportunity. And when and, yeah, and when you're going through like treatment, the last thing in your mind is, oh, let me save this uh, doc. You know, don't throw this away. Let me save yeah. this uh, tumor or this tissue sample or this fluid so that I can donate it. I mean, I a mean, lot of times, you know, people donate, yeah, their organs and stuff, but... I mean, I yeah. think it's good that you're doing that because with, um, you know, I mean, we were recently talking about research in different types of cancers and things and the disparity amongst funding and things. And oftentimes because lung cancer is sort of diagnosed later stage or what have you, as much, mm-hmm. as much tissue, as much, I guess, of Andy's fluid they can get. That's good, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> you are. Yeah, keep it coming. Who knew you'd be a fluid donator? You never knew that. Um, I never knew <laughs> I never knew I'd be donating fluid. Yeah, it's yeah. So I started um, chemo on the twelfth of June. Okay, um, yeah. And I was expecting, you know, like the works for side effects, but actually, it wasn't that bad. Like I handled it right. pretty well. I'm, you know, I'm still going through it, obviously, and you know, but it wasn't, like, with the exception of. I thought that I was going to lose my hair like maybe mm. in the second or third cycle, but oh right. my gosh, you saw that picture I sent you today. I did. Yeah. It's coming out. <laughs> that Andy. was all from today. I was like, that's from what? today. Yeah. Wow. That was just from today. You've got a lot of hair then. <laughs> I, I didn't really, I always thought that like I had thinning hair, but I, I, apparently I don't because <laughs> that was like a whole head of hair and See, I still and managed I, and- to like braid my leftover yeah. hair like you can see yeah. and I, I never know how much hair you have because you always have all these different hairstyles yeah <laughs> so now, now we know <laughs> um but yeah that, that is a lot of hair so um with uh so the sort of lung cancer that you've got now or what have you it, it's you can have chemotherapy for it and um your hair is coming out I mean how does that feel I mean you just said it like it was yeah my hair is coming out but yeah how's that yeah feel? you know like that was it you know I'm I'm more concerned about the eyebrows and eyelashes because you know you told yeah. me that you, you just discovered that like the sweat comes there's nothing to protect the sweat and, and it's hot like it's like yeah. it's really hot right now well I mean the same is true like when I mean I suppose men that don't have hair are sort of very used to it but when mm. they lose their hair they on their head they you know that they tend to drip down the sweat but I think probably the the biggest shocker for me and you know you don't appreciate the eyelashes because they 
usually when you're on chemo and stuff, your eyes water a lot, or that's just, I mean, obviously it depends on the drug and the person or what have you. But I mean, mm -hmm. my eyes were watering like I was crying, but I wasn't. And um, because mm -hmm. there's no eyelashes there to, you know, to stop it. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like, looks like you're like, you know, you could do, I mean, I always kind of joke that, um, I could be like an actress now because <laughs> got, got you the can cry on demand. <laughs> cry on demand, yeah. Just like it just yeah. flows down, and then when you get the, I mean, that would look nice with like the, um, you know, the moon shaped face that you'll probably get down the road or what have you. But um, yeah, yeah I mean, crying. Oh wait, oh oh, oh, I forgot about that moon shape. Oh yeah, they talked about that when I was taking steroids. So oh. I'm gonna get the opposite. So instead of like losing all this weight. You're going to hmm. gain a lot of weight from, from the chemo. Oh yeah. I mean, um, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's not a myth. I don't, I don't think, I think it's, it's pretty true. So oftentimes people think when you start chemotherapy, you might lose a lot of weight and some people do actually, cause they get sick. I did. I lost, I lost 10 pounds in five days. Okay. So 10 pounds in five days. Yeah. So you've lost yeah, that's, that's just like, I mean, that's a dream to some people, but obviously I don't recommend going on chemo to, <laughs> you know, to have, a, I remember when Beyonce would do that, that sort of yeah. diet where you something with cayenne pepper and water and lemon juice. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm back. I'm back to my high school weight. <laughs> okay. Back to high school. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't, yeah, I haven't weighed this much, but I don't want to lose any, like, I, yeah. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It needs to stop. Yeah. It needs but to so stop. then, so then after so you lose weight so then when do you get the moon face I, I don't know actually I know I I remember when I was on the steroids so I ended up sort of I put on a few pounds not too much some people gain a load of weight but I, I wasn't too so bad. you you got the moon face because you were on steroids not from I chemo. think so yeah so with the steroids like I would actually so took the steroids before chemo and then after and then um can't remember how it all went but um yeah, once I, I would step on the scale like the next day or two after whatever it was, just out of curiosity, and I'd put on like nine pounds from the steroids, <laughs> and then, and just like overnight, it would just be like, ooh, so it's the opposite of, the, you know, the the drink thing that Beyonce was drinking, but the other, <laughs> and um, it'd be like nine pounds overnight, and then um, it would, it gradually why, did, get, why did they give you steroids? Oh, I think they, they just, um, I had it before every chemo, so I took... I think it was like four tablets before chemo and then we had to take it some, it was some weird hours where I messed it up sometimes. Um, so there were a few times where I was up all night because I kept, you know, when you have chemo brain and you forget what you're doing. <laughs> um, but I took the steroids before the chemo and then after. So I did it every cycle actually. I think it just helps your body really. It just gives you that bit of, um, oh. a, a bit of a boost. It might be something that you might want to ask about actually. Um, but I did have it you know before every chemo um yeah. no i remember yeah the last after. time i was on the last time i was on steroids i it was like an insomnia i went on a <laughs> like insomniatic uh, rage i don't know and i ended up yeah. like not sleeping for like 48 hours and like writing a children's book <laughs> yeah yeah that's i mean yeah that's i i think i got i mean i didn't write a children's book but i was up in weird hours of the night like watching tv like couldn't sleep and then i think i you know i told you i really love t25 and back in the day or i had the you know the dvds for t25 or what have you and i threw those out and i just threw all sorts of random things out <laughs> random things <laughs> but the steroids um didn't give me like roid rage like you know when you hear those power lifters they're going to the gym and they're like Arr! and they've got yeah. that roid rage going on um yeah, but yeah. yeah just like 
up all night and like doing strange things and then putting on like mm. random amounts of weight or what have you. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the, the good thing is I, you know, well with the chemo, like I get a loss of appetite, so I don't okay. really, um, you know, feel like eating so much, but my sister's been here. Um, yeah. and so she's kind of reminding me to, to eat and drink and stuff but it was you you met up with her no you didn't meet up with her but you guys you gave her the scarves for me oh yeah 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 so um yeah I, I, didn't, I wasn't able to meet up with her because we had went on a walk it was um it was father's day actually father's day so we were on a father's day walk and um she had popped over so I, I didn't know when she was coming so I left them out on the front porch which is perfect actually she came <laughs> um yeah I, I actually didn't... she's she's next to me <laughs> oh yeah I'm cool hi Annie how are you right <laughs> I know. I wish I could met you the other day, but now I understand. Yeah, I yeah. Changing the time and <laughs> it's crazy, is it? Um, but um, yeah, and uh, yeah, she got those. So some of those scarves are from like Justin and Robin and and Corey and Sarah and I think William. So a few different people that you actually know, really. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So I mean, if you ever wear them, if you don't have to, obviously, but they're <laughs> no, I. Um, I can I tell you who they're from, um, you know, when I go along. Um, we can do we can do a um an Instagram, we could do an outfit of the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like of the day. Scarves. Yeah, yeah. I mean when I first started out with all the scarves that I received, I wrote, wrote it all down and I was really organized, but I sort of lost my brain <laughs> along the way. <laughs> and then it got a bit <laughs> organized, but I do remember, you know, the best that I can, who they're from and, and so on and so forth. And I can probably even show you how to tie them if, if you want. I mean, I'm sure it will all come back to me somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think I'm going to do a mixture of like the scarves and then like, you know, the African head wraps and yeah, yeah. maybe like a wig or two, you know, I'll still, yeah, I'll still mix it up. You know, yeah. change up my hair yeah, or keep my, it fresh. my yeah, head garbs. Yeah, keep it fresh, Andy, you know, mix it up a bit. Um, and uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I gave you some of those um, those turban things as well, because they're nice to wear around the house, just when you want to, like, you know, chill out or whatever. Um, mm. I didn't, I don't really, rem I don't remember if I, so I had this thing where I, I didn't wear a wig because um, Abby was a baby, and she was at the, she was like nine months old or whatever, and she was into the mm -hmm. pulling, you know, the, when they pull things, so obviously that's mm -hmm. just not going to work. And also because it was summer, it was just too hot, and with the, the yeah. sweat, the sweats, you, did you get the sweats on chemo? Yeah. Like, oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got, one night I lost like two kilos just from sweat. I woke up wow. in a pile of sweat. Like, my hands were, you know, like when you're in the swimming pool or in the bathtub, like, too long and they get wrinkled? Yeah, I yeah. woke up with wrinkled hands. Wow. So that it's is crazy. Quite, yeah. So that, that might be the difference with wearing a wig now because obviously it's summer, but then with it, like, yeah. if you start getting these hot flushes and really hot, like, it's hard to, I mean, some people wear wigs and that's cool, but a lot of people say they start just sweating. So it just depends. Yeah. I think, I think I'll just shave it all off. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. See how my head looks um, bald. And yeah. then, you know, as the summer progresses, um, incorporate the, the scarves and the head wraps and the turbans. Yeah. So are you going to start off like gradually shaving it? Or are you going to sort of... Uh, just uh, no, I, at the rate that it's falling, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to just like, just do a buzz cut and just... Oh yeah, Annie, you were, you were bald for like five years, no? Mm -hmm. Willingly. Okay, <laughs> but it looks yeah. good on you. Like you have the, the head shape for it. Yeah. 
don't know, maybe maybe I I um it's hereditary. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Else yeah. The thing is I have really small ears and so <laughs> now you're gonna see like they're even smaller and my ears are not pierced, so I don't have anything to like decorate or adorn or yeah. What about those um you know those like for like you could get those clip-on earrings, couldn't you? Yeah, I I have or, um, some clip-ons, but they they hurt after like. Two oh, or I've got I've got the solution yeah. for that. Then I know my daughters have them, so my daughters don't have their ears pierced, but they've got those sticker earrings that they wear. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think they've got like Elsa, Elsa and Anna. <laughs> you might be able yeah, to sticker earrings. Yeah. But that could be something that um your daughter could sort of keep up with, so she could choose your earrings. You know, like what yeah in your ears for the day or something like that. <laughs> just to incorporate it. Um, but I mean, I, I, I actually, I, hi, I, have, I highly recommend the head shave actually. I think, um, you know how I told you my aunt had cancer and she lived with us or what have you. And when she started losing her hair, um, you just find hair in like random things like in your food or just places that you would never think hair would be really. Yeah. Just, like yeah. everywhere. <laughs> As I'm sure you're experiencing now, which I mean, it's fun to laugh about but it's um it's also quite it's just like a reminder though as well isn't it it's just yeah. one of those things that yeah. remind you so it's not as fun as it you know uh is as we're talking making it sound um but um yeah with the head shave I think that sort of just made it a little bit easier for me where I didn't have yeah. to see the hair yeah. coming everywhere and just kind of it's just sort of one of those reminders I suppose um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah I mean I had I had friends around that did it so maybe Annie could shave your head or some of your friends or I don't know what you know yeah a head like shaving that. party yeah I did. yeah but you know yeah we'd have to do it like again social distancing kind of a oh yeah thing well, because that's the other thing I'm not even staying with my family at the moment because yeah. my white blood cell count is 120 and uh, 500 is considered dangerously low so I'm below that and they all yeah, have the sniffles and the colds so I'm actually at my friend's house um oh, with Annie though right so maybe yeah Annie. yeah so Annie, Annie. yeah so yeah, Annie she yeah she got tested for COVID before <laughs> okay um, just all to make clear, sure right? that you know <laughs> yeah um but yeah uh it's a bit and yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But I think, yeah, definitely. I, I just thought I had more time before um, my hair would start falling out. I thought, yeah. you know, well, you know, because they say a lot of things happen in chemo and you may or may not lose your hair. So I thought, okay, maybe I may not. <laughs> but yeah. I guess I could look at it as like, okay, the chemo is really working because <laughs> <It's out. laughs> my hair is falling out. So it's, it's, it's working. Yeah, that must be quite um, but hard staying away from the family. How are you finding that? yeah yeah no yeah it is it is tough and they come and see me like on the weekends because uh, the kids they, they, they still have school this oh, yeah, week is yeah. their last week oh yeah, wow okay so, yeah but you know with kids they don't really you know they just adapt like they, they yeah they're just like okay this is the new normal now so you know they 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 give like extra they give me extra hugs or, you know, they try to, and even that, you know, I don't want to like push them away, but I have to like maneuver. So, you know, I'm not like breathing in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, catching something, but it's just like, ah, uh, this, yeah. this whole, yeah. Well, hopefully their colds, hopefully their colds go away soon or whatever. And they just, yeah, no, no, it just I takes know. a bit, doesn't it really? It takes a bit. Wow. Yeah. So it's a, uh, 
a bit of a shocker. So when when's your next chemo then? Is it? Uh, well, that's the, it depends because yeah. So tomorrow I have to go to the hospital to get a blood test, and okay. if the if the white blood cell counts are still low, then I'm going to be admitted, and okay. they're going to monitor me, and then okay. based on you know like when it goes up and those numbers, and they'll schedule the next chemo for like sometime in like beginning of July. Okay, so is it every three weeks or is it? Is so it, is I do three it days, three days, three days straight chemo. It's like carboplatin and etoposide, and okay. I'm still taking the the oral chemo, Zalcori pill. Okay, yeah. Um, so I'm on like three different chemos. Um, you are high, you're then, high class. You're on high class drugs, Angie, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're up in it. You're up in it. Man. And then it's 18, 18 days um, rest at home. Okay, and then you go back for the second. Wow. So when you yeah. have your chemo, do you have to stay in the hospital those three days in a row or do they? Well, the go? first time I stayed in the hospital because I was already admitted and I had the surgery for the, um, to drain the fluid and for the port and all of that. Mm. Um, but the next time it's outpatient. So mm. I just, I go in and go out. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah. So what was, what was it like in the port cath in? How are you finding that? It still hurts. Like I'm, I'm still, my body is, yeah. is, is still getting used to it. And I'm just like, there's, I feel like there's, there's a machine. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah my shoulder. So you just want to like itch it out, like get it out. <laughs> so I yeah. 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 I didn't my like the- jokes that like it's, um, you know, it's cause it's like, it's, it's platinum based. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so he's like, you know, very expensive shoulder there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're on like high class drugs and you're platinum based. So you're pretty, yeah. Um, pretty high yeah. high up there i think with it with the port man i felt like um you know so you got this weird thing sort of by your chest or what have you but then the bit in your neck actually when you lay down you can kind of feel it and i it took yeah you can feel it to that Ooh. yeah you can feel it and you can see the shape like yes. it looks like i have a black box <laughs> and i'm thinking like okay what kind of dresses can i wear now to like um you know hide the but i'm just like whatever that's 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 like the least of my worries. No, I mean, you, just... it's, it's hard to hide, isn't it? It's hard to hide, actually, because yeah. it just goes on the neck. I mean, I think I, I think I had said before, but that's when um, I was walking in some shopping center with the children. I was actually with Tiffany. <laughs> you know how they have those people like selling things in the middle of a shopping center, that sort of a thing. And I didn't, mm-hmm. um, I didn't, I didn't, it was some bank, actually. I won't say the name of it, but I don't think too highly of it. But anyway, they're trying <laughs> to sell you some sort of credit card or I don't know what it was. And um, I walked by the guy and I was like, no, I'm not interested. No, thank you. And I was really polite, actually. But then when I walked away, he called me, he said, oh, okay, vampire. Like he said it's something about a vampire. And what? I was like, what? <laughs> so you know me. <laughs> I was like, oh no, oh no. So I had to drop, I dropped one, dropped one of the kids off back to Tiffany on the little ride or whatever that, you know, was in the shopping center. And I went back to the guy and I was on my steroids as well. So when I'm on steroids, I'm not having it. <laughs> you know, so you had the right rage. Already. Yeah. <laughs> and I went back to him and I gave him my, you know, I gave him my peace of mind. I think I probably said something along the lines of that's why you're in a shopping center, <laughs> you know, selling stuff. But anyway, <laughs> not to be rude or anything. Sorry, everybody in those, in those jobs. Sorry, sorry. But um, yeah. <laughs> Well, he started it. <laughs> he started it, but it's because I I had um, you a vampire. Yeah, he called me a vampire. <laughs> but it's because I had the bandage on, and then the bandage is sometimes it will like bleed every so often or what have you. Oh, oh no! And um, because I had my head, um, you know, I had shaved. I think I was probably down to a number two or a number one. So you know, 
you made the comment fair enough fair enough you know <laughs> but I mean you know in those situations you have to go kind of about what your mom said like you know sticks and stones will break my bones but words will never hurt me you know mm-hmm. brush <laughs> it off brush it off that is it but you'll be you'll be fine you'll be looking great when you when you save your hair Andy I'm sure I mean if Andy's done it for years I'm sure you definitely have got the the head structure going you know so not to worry (laughs) (laughs) not to worry yeah yeah I'm getting like I like the fatigue just hit me like boom right yeah my my eyes I'm like my eyes feel like lead (laughs) do they do they kind of feel like they're just like um uh, like they're, you know, like with your eyelids, like they just want to go shut or they look like they're almost shutting or how are, how are they with that? Yeah. Right now, right now they feel like, yeah, it feels like it's just gonna close down by itself at some point. But, um, I, yeah, I mean, I didn't have a really good night last night with, yeah, the side effects, you know, with the digestive issues and all of that oh, stuff. It's tricky. Isn't yeah. it? It's tricky. Are you eating anything or drinking anything to sort of help like ginger ale or I don't know, whatever else? That yeah. Works. Well, I have to drink this like nasty protein shake um, oh, okay. to keep, you know, my weight at a certain level, but it tastes mm. so bad. That, like I have to mix it with um, San Pellegrino water. To <laughs> oh, wow. So basically I dilute that like throughout the day and that's how I get my, my hydration. But, I wonder um, if there's anything more mm. delicious tasting or better. There, there are, but um, usually they contain lactose and oh, lactose yeah. intolerant or, um, yeah. So it's oh yeah. I don't know. We're working on that. I had a nutritionist come to the house today actually, and um, he we were talking about yeah different options. So we shall see. We shall see. But we shall see. Um, yeah, it's tricky. Isn't yeah, it? tricky. Tricky. Yeah. Tricky, tricky, tricky. So what's it like having your sister visiting you then? It must be good times. You guys sitting up, staying up at night laughing or just what are you doing? <laughs> Actually, this is the first time she's staying. Well, she's staying over because I'm at my friend's house, like I said. So mm. I'm not even home. So she's been at my house um, helping out with the kids and stuff. But oh, she nice comes then. here during the day to help me out. But tonight she's sleeping over because I had a really bad night last night. And so I was like... Uh, I need you to sleep over <laughs> just yeah you know just for like security because I last night I was just like uh, yeah you just I need know. someone someone to be there yeah. really it's just you don't want yeah. to be alone or what have you in in that sort of a situation oh that's yeah. really helpful yeah. and Annie, Annie said she was going to go to the shop for you to get you some food and stuff <laughs> oh yeah yeah she went yeah did a whole haul yeah, all this but it's funny because the nutritionist was like okay everything they tell you to do in a diet you're gonna do the opposite here he's like so we're gonna eat with lots of butter and lots of oil and lots of yeah. toppings and fats and he's just you just need to fatten yourself up I'm like yeah <laughs> milkshakes <laughs> or no you can't because you're lactose like <laughs> no, but he's like you know he's like dried meats and eggs and you know oh, yeah. add extra cream and all this and i was just like really <laughs> about like avocado is that does that i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah i do i do um yeah yeah what about your taste so just, though have you lost your taste buds or like your sense of smell it's or weird like I, I get a, a weird aftertaste okay like yeah I'll eat, I'll, anything i eat like it will taste good right until like 
I finish swallowing and then all of a sudden I'll get like this sweet metallic taste in the back of my tongue. Oh yeah, the metallic taste is awful. It's hard yeah. to get rid of as well. It's yeah. awful work actually. Ooh, yeah. Every time I get those symptoms, I'm just like, oh, okay, it's the chemo working. It's working. So. <laughs> That's a good attitude, Edgy. Good attitude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I remember that metallic taste and, you know, I think I had told you before, but I was still, um, I would still drink my coffee every day <laughs> and, my coffee. and I would drink it through a straw actually. So it did the job actually. So you couldn't really get as much of the, you know, the, the pain, like if you've got the mouth sores, have you got mouth sores or? Oh yeah, I do. I have mouth sores. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got stuff for that. Yeah. So what's, um, so obviously it's a tricky time for you at the moment. It's just like, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember we talked about this probably back in, I don't know, March. Like, I remember when you were away somewhere and you were having various pains or what have you, like in Costa Rica. Oh, when I was in Costa Rica. Yeah. 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 And then mm-hmm. there was probably something else after that. I can't remember what. And then obviously you've got radiation. This, that was after the radiation. That. <laughs> yeah. Radiation, yeah. which is a big thing, actually, because you're on a harsh yeah. regime. And then, um, yes, yeah, so you had the, the radio radiation, radiotherapy. And then... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously you've got this new primary diagnosis of it's a large cell. Um, so yeah, it's a large cell neuroendocrine. So the medication that I'm taking for the non-small cell adenocarcinoma right. doesn't cover that. So hopefully with the chemo, um, yeah. it will knock both of them out. So yeah, it will knock both yeah. of them out. So Obviously, before you had different things that would get you by, like you worked on your children's book or what have you. What are you, what are you doing now to kind of, um, I guess, uh, get uh, by? Now to keep busy? Um, Probably not running around as much. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm trying to keep, yeah. No, um, actually, I, I've kind of just been still, like, you know, just trying to, because it's just like, I'm still like processing everything and it's still, mm. I don't have my good days and my bad days, but I'm just like, okay, how am I going to, I feel like I've, this is like my, yeah, you know, it's my second diagnosis and this is the first one kind of prepared me for <laughs> this one a little bit. So, um, like, okay, you know, just this time, just acknowledging all the feelings that I have up and down. I'm doing a lot of writing and just like, journaling and stuff and um just you know talking to people reaching out to people um you know in the cancer community and things like that but um yeah now I'm just like you know I'm literally just taking it like day by day yeah one day at a time because otherwise yeah you go down the rabbit hole and it's not it's not fun or pretty so yeah that's true and um it seems like it's almost like you're saying you've been there, you've done that sort of thing. So you yeah. kind of get what... I, I, I feel like me getting a second stage for lung cancer diagnosis that's different than the first one I had is very on brand for 2020. <laughs> because okay, like 2020 so has been, a, it's a, it's been such a shitty year for like everyone, the whole world. It's yeah. like, okay, whatever problems you had, like 2020 is just gonna magnify them yeah I mean 2020 I I mean I I I remember when we did that we did that show about our new year's resolutions and and things Uh like that and I mean some of that stuff just can't even happen now because you can't even really see people at the moment and and all that yeah or you can you can see people in Geneva but not in the not in the UK they're slowly releasing things um but um 
Like all yeah, those... I mean, my 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 sister had to get special permission to come here. Yeah, because like you know it's... she got an American passport and she can't. And same with my parents, you know, like they, they want to come, but they're waiting. Well, yeah, for the borders to open up, and then and then I have to get them like try to get them special permission because Americans are banned from the EU. Yeah, now Switzerland, yeah, so I guess, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work in the UK, because we're not really in the EU anymore. Oh, yeah, so I don't you know. got Brexit now. <laughs> I don't know, actually, but yeah, I mean, could be banned, it's just, I'm hoping you can get special permission for these sort of sort of things, like yeah. a test before, yeah. or something like that, if Annie's done it, then, you know, hopefully they can. Um, so it's like unprecedented times, like, uh, we definitely didn't pre- predict this in our in our chat in tw- you know 2020 did we yeah <laughs> we were thinking about like i don't know i was talking about like being a dj and you were talking about <laughs> doing something else trying to be mixed masters at home i don't know um but yeah it sounds like you're on the yeah. right path like i don't know it seems like you're processing it quite well actually but i think it's in in reality it's i think it's a bit hard isn't it i mean yeah yeah. I think I, I mean, I remember just being in that mode. I was like, okay, I've just got to get by for my kids, like that sort of a thing. I didn't really have time to think about it so much. You know what I mean? Because I was just like, mm-hmm. I don't have a choice, blah, 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 and all mm-hmm. that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. But um, yeah, know, I mean, I think for me, it was just like, I, I was dealing with it, you know, like yeah. the first diagnosis, yeah. it was a shock, like yeah. we wrapped our heads around it. We picked our lives back up and yeah, I, was, yeah. I was dealing with it. So for the, we finally were like we had a groove and we had a rhythm and it was just like okay you know this yeah. is like you know livable and then just like pop to get this second one is just like really it's like it's like, <laughs> like a setback isn't it like a bit of a, a shock, huge really. a huge setback yeah but I'm just like okay all right yeah, well yeah. I've got the experience and you know nothing's changed really I mean you know yeah. I'm still like yeah you know you're still, still, still the same attitude yeah you know, yeah <laughs> you're still you're still andy um and and as you said you've been there you've done that it's just i mean obviously i wish you didn't have to go go through it so any any for you um uh oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. are you still there Andy? <laughs> yeah yeah so what's it like um obviously seeing angie go through all this for you um obviously it's not easy watching someone you love and care about you know go through this sort of situation what's it like for you um well i mean it's interesting because you know like she's a very strong person and i think i was i was telling some like her friends this uh earlier and i was just saying how like i was like telling angie it's okay to have like i know like earlier she called me and she said that, you know, she was just having a bad day and she wanted me to come over. And I was like, yeah, I understand. Like I'll spend the night. And I think for someone who generally is there for everyone else, when they're going through something like this, it's hard for them to just like let go and like let other people take care of them. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like she's used to taking care of other people. So I think right now it's, you know, you're trying to cope with like, okay, I have this new diagnosis, but like, I still want to be there, you know, and make sure my kids are okay. And like, you know, you still want to keep up with your friends and, you know, um, but I'm just like, it's okay to like break down. Like it's normal. Like it wouldn't be normal if you were like, no, everything is fine. Like, you know, so, um, but like, that's the thing. She is strong. So like, I see it in her, but I'm like, you know, it's, and I I just, I feel bad because I'm just like, I want to help. And I'm like, and, like, there's no handbook on, like, how to deal with, like, a family member who's going through can- cancer 
So you're just like, okay, what do I do? I don't want to be too much. Like, I don't want to be like your parent, be like, you need to do this, this and that. But at the same time, I'm trying to be like, okay, like, let's get some sleep. Like you obviously need some sleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> or you need to eat, you know, like, are you drinking enough water? So, you know, I have to like, you know, treat her as like, I want to respect her. Like I want to give her, her, you know, her space. But at the same time, like, I obviously want her to get better because, you know, I don't want to see her in any pain. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty tough, isn't it? Pretty tough. But I think, yeah. I mean, I think even, even with that, like, I think you made a good point about how it's okay to have a bad day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's what we're here for, right? To help Andy, aren't we? Or at least listen yeah. to her, right? We just want to listen to her. We don't even have to say anything, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Cause it, it's normal. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. in these sort of situations, it's hard to, it's hard to know what to say really, isn't it? Hard to right. Know, yeah. Really. There's no handbook. Perhaps you could write no, one, Annie. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I've just been thinking about that experience. I was just like, Oh, like, you know, reaching out to like other people that I've seen, you know, especially with like Facebook. Cause you know, you like, you know, I have quite a few friends where like they're, you know, they had a family member going through cancer and like, yeah. and I was like, you know what, maybe I should just reach out to them. And like, they could offer some advice because, you know, they know, like they've gone, they're going through it or they've gone through it. And like, you know, who best to ask someone who, you know, who's already done it. So, cause it's not like, like, you know, I want to help, but like, it's, you're trying to navigate all this new, cause you know, every day it's like, you know, it's different and you're just trying to figure out like what you should do and, how to be of service. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So. And I think probably, how, how do you feel, Andy? Is it just having your sister there is probably quite nice, I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just like uh, having, um, I think, you know, when we're, when we're sick, we, uh, we instinctively like resort back to like our child self, you know, yeah. like um, when I was in the hospital, like doing the chemo, I didn't have an appetite, but I was craving like, you know, food from my childhood, like, you know, this right. type of, you know, oatmeal that my mom used to make or like this specific type of soup or whatever. But mm. just that, not that I'm trying to compare my sister to food, but, you know, just to have, have her having her here, especially I think as you probably would understand, like as an expat, you know, like right. it's, it's bad enough that you have to like go through the whole cancer ordeal, but like to go through it like somewhere that's not you know where you grew up and you yeah. yes you know I consider Switzerland my home now but you know to have like my sister here who's you know she's she's we're like four years apart basically like yeah you know, we grew up <laughs> together so it's kind of like having a familiar face and you know family um yeah. that like extra support it's it's nice yeah, like having someone with you that you've known for a really, really long time. For your whole life. Yeah, yeah your whole life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not just, um, yeah, instead of, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just sort of, yeah, that sort of whole heal- home feeling. So have you been, um, mm-hmm. have you been like craving any other foods that you can't get in Switzerland or have you been All able the time, to find out I crave, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I crave like these like, you know, Haitian fruits that you can't even get anywhere except in Haiti but um okay. <laughs> but now like with this metallic taste it's that's the thing it's mm. like I crave the food I start eating you know like oh I feel like eating you know I don't know like an mm. apple or something and then I'll eat it and it'll taste good until like the third swallow and then I'm like uh this metallic taste 
Yeah, I mean, I think with that, actually, just getting back to this metallic taste, because you're talking about it, and I don't want to lose my train of thought, so we'll go back to you in a second, Annie, but I'll lose my train of thought. <laughs> but with the um, with the metallic taste, like, a lot, sometimes people say to eat, like, spicier foods. So I think mm -hmm. I, I used to eat, I think, salt and vinegar chips or crisps, as we call them here, but um, <laughs> just to get, like, some sort of sense of flavor, like, you don't taste anything. Like, it's so mm -hmm. But yeah, try those. Try eating things. something spicy, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. To try. I mean, I wanted to start. I started off wanting to eat healthy, but then I think a lot of people just don't because that just doesn't doesn't work with the the drugs or something. I don't keep, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a delicate balance. I'm I'm determined to keep eating as healthy as possible yes. while still maintaining the weight. You are, you're on a roll there, aren't you? Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it is really nice having um, Annie there. And how, how long are you there for Annie? Um, I think I'm probably, I'm gonna, like, I mean, I don't really have a set date of when okay. I'm going. Yeah. Just, yeah, at least a few weeks, like a week or like at least two weeks. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So, so obviously, Andy, that's when you need to reach out and let, let people know or let us know what you need help with really, don't you? Yeah. Which, yeah. That's the hardest bit though, right? Knowing when to ask for help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm really stubborn actually. So by the time I get to that stage and I think you, have you, is that something that you've kind of learned along the way to ask for help? Well, yeah, I have to now. Cause yeah, I'm just like, I, I can't, uh, yeah. I, I can't pull it up the superwoman act. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, you still are a superwoman, but you can't be it all the time. That's just it. <laughs> Not 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is it. Yeah. You're a girl on yeah. fire, aren't you, Angie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's all, um, I suppose all this is, uh, so it's all new stuff, really. And uh, it's not tricky. It's not easy. Um, but obviously, um, it's, I don't know. It's, it is what it is. That's it is what, what I it is. Myself. Like, you know, <laughs> it is what whatever it is, this yeah. is, it is what it is. And, you know, well, that's, that's part of my journey, I guess. And yeah, that's, yeah, I'll d deal with it how I can. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things that, I mean, I'm, I, I kind of get a bit lost for words, but, um, I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> so some, I guess similar to Annie, I don't really know what to say. But I, I think yeah. the main thing is that, um, you know, I'm here for you. If, if you need me to listen, you can call me at random time in the evening. I don't mind, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in the middle of the night yeah. when you're up. I'm happy to chat yeah. with you. Shoot, you can talk to my mom. Well, yeah, that's, yeah <laughs> that, that's a good thing about having friends like all over, you know. I could be like having a panic attack at two in the morning. Mm. And actually that happened today i called my friend who um okay bobby if you're listening to this okay. <laughs> i called her it was like eight o'clock in the morning for me but she's in new york so right, like okay. after you know i was just like crying my eyes out and so i was just like bobby what are you doing up it's like 2 30 in the morning and she was like yeah you can call me anytime it's fine it's fine and then um I have yeah. another friend um, in Chicago, like uh, right. she also has lung cancer and same thing, you know, like calling, it was like, you know, but it was like midnight for me. So it was only, you know, six o'clock or five o'clock over there. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I always have, you know, people I can talk to where it's not late or early for them. Yeah, yeah. No matter where, where we are. And the, and the West Coast <laughs> is good for that, isn't it? Because they're like. Yeah, that's like nine hours from us. Yeah, actually. so it's like. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty, the beauty of being global, I suppose, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not that global thing. You can be up all night, always someone to talk to, you know, different, yeah. different countries, different time zones. Um, but yeah, okay. definitely, definitely thinking of you, Angie. And it was, um, it was really yeah. nice to chat with you as well, Annie, just, I mean, briefly. Um, but um, yeah, um, I mean, obviously, hopefully see you, uh, see you around or, you know, if I go to Switzerland or New York or wherever. Yeah, you know. and, uh, yeah. I just, I was like, I wonder what my next, like, what my first flight. I've already said that I'm not flying uh, 2020. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and not for sure I'm not flying. But it'll be interesting to see, like, when's, when's the next time I'll get on a plane? I can't even. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, yeah. um, I was, uh, you know, going, I was playing with my daughters today and uh, this evening and um, we we're playing Barbies. <laughs> and, uh, so they've got the um the Barbie aeroplane sort of thing or airplane uh-huh. as we say it, and then they've got a couple Barbie cars and a couple Barbie horses and things like that, and then like a little truck that they had. And I was saying, oh yeah, you've got all these different types of modes of transport. You're all set, you know, with the horses <laughs> and also yeah, yeah, you can go anywhere. But I think I was actually thinking today, like obviously flying is just you know it's a no-brainer not to go anywhere this year isn't it really yeah, um, yeah unless you need to yeah unless you need to but um obviously people should come to visit you if they can Angie I'm all for that <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for that yeah. um, with yeah. approval but yeah um yeah. well okay lots well, of then, catching up so yeah it's catching up and uh um, guess we'll chat well, soon yeah 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 okay take it take it easy right. Andy and take care um Annie all right Yeah, take care. Bye. 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 Cracking Cancer Chit Chat is where we are at, folks. Keeping it real and letting you in on how we really feel. It ain't easy for us, and we hope you never join our cancer team. Know what we mean? But if you or yours do, we're here for you. So check yourself and be the best version of you. It's all all you you can can do. do. Bye, Angie. That that wasn't too bad, actually.